fucking player. It, it sounds like it sounds like this was planned. <laughs> it really wasn't. All right, come on, let's get the topic flowing. Wicker sixteen. Oh, we should really introduce ourselves first, really. No, it don't matter. <laughs> so my name is Michael. As I said, I'm kind of a big deal. Is that a way that things work? <laughs> I am Chris. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm very pro, that's me, I'm Susanna, and I'm very pro sex and romantic. I've now come back to that, because if that's how it is, that's how it is, right? I can't do it for everybody. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. That's that? Yeah. Right, we'll move on then. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wicker 16, and this is episode two, and today's topic is... Education. Education. Let's go straight in with learning difficulties mm-hmm. in the education system. Mm-hmm. So as we've come to understand, I'm quite clever in a range of different things. Um, but it turns out that... We're mostly clever in. I'm, I'm not sure. I'll have to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> now go on. So I, I'm dyslexic and I'm dyspraxic. Yay. And I have a fellow... <laughs> <coughs> Podcaster. Podcaster. Yeah. I didn't know what to call you then. Uh, <laughs> friend, acquaintance. It's all right. No, I'm all right with that. It's good. Presenter. No. Uh, it was also dyslexic. So I did, like, I was picked up as being dyslexic quite late in, in school. So it was right before, the year before my GCSEs. So I had years of teachers thinking that I was lazy, that I was stupid. And so I found a lot of school really, really frustrating because the answers were in my head or the information was in my head, but I just couldn't make it come out on paper. Yeah. And <clears throat> that really kind of... Uh, uh, I can relate to this a little bit. Mm. So what you're trying to say is you, you're super clever, but trying to portray that... Not even that. super clever, just... Well, in your own in, in your own way, mm. whatever that is. When did you get diagnosed? That's the thing. I, I've diagnosed myself. I've, I'm self-diagnosed, and I, and I think I'm right in what I'm saying. Because so when I'm like reading something or writing, I, I especially when I'm reading, I read not what is actually be is is on paper, and I'm like, but I'm happy with that because because that makes sense to me at mm. the time. Yeah, but if I was to go and read it to like people, they'd be like, mate, it's just missed that like a full paragraph. Like, mm-hmm. what's going about? And it now doesn't make any sense. But that's so that's my understanding. Mm. And it makes sense when I write as well sometimes. I I write like a doctor in all fairness. Mm. It's scruffy. And that says a lot about me. Um I reckon I've got an Einstein mentality or mindset, but I just can't get it out. Yeah? Because I'm dyslexic. So mm. I have five to dyslexic people. Hey, come on. So to join Two of us. To join you the group. Well? When I Are you when special? I went to I went Aww. to dance college when I was 17. He's special. Wait for it. Special dyslexia. Yeah. It's even worse. We all had an assessment for uh, the whole class of learning learning, learning difficulties and speech impediments, <laughs> but uh, learning difficulties. And they also diagnosed me with dyslexia. Yeah. You've kept this very How, quiet. However, I knew it might have been a bit of a, on the spectrum. However, this is the point. But the whole class was diagnosed with dyslexia. <laughs> Everyone. Well, but there's of 30 people. There's a thing. All that 30 were. All 30 had some form of le- learning difficulties that they got. There's a, there's a thing, though, that... Because I remember, because I used to have to go for, like, um, lessons in the special needs department once a week to help me, like, sort out schoolwork and stuff. And they had... I mean, I think it was meant to be, like, motivational. They had a big... Um, 
just, just, just display boards you had on the wall in school mm-hmm. that teachers did. So they had a big one of them with pictures of dyslexic celebrities. And there oh. were a couple of odds and ends of like journalists or writers or whoever, but the bulk were actors, dancers, film directors, and there's a whole thing that it brings out your creative Quite side. creative people. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So I just have to basically, I am dyslexic. It's fine. I reckon. No, like, I reckon a but lot if you've got a group of dancers, I reckon no, that proportionally no. more of them would be dyslexic than a group. So no, 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 no. Listen. So bandits. define what dyslexia is in 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 like what what is it? Because for me, it's more about going off on a tangent mm-hmm. or going off on something that's actually. But I, that's exactly what I'm all about, and I love mm. that part of me. Because how I understand dyslexia is would be is where you struggle reading words in general. The letters move around the page sometimes you can't it comes in different forms there is a there is a spectrum of it and I don't really have that problem I wouldn't say mm. I have the problem I can read words I do have a short attention span and write books and write books but uh, yeah a little plug for my book Don't follow Chris on <laughs> um, get it in get, let's in. get in get I mean um, I, I've read it it's wonderful oh thank you so yeah. let's talk about and a bargain on Amazon and a bargain I'm a g- did you give her the book no, no, I bought, bought it. He's bought, had royalties yeah. from me. The whole Jeez. one pound royalty. All right, okay. I think so, it's still eleven pounds or something. So, Father Remley, if you would like to, <laughs> no, the book's called Father Remley. If you'd like to buy it, but anyway, that's not anything to do with dyslexia. Um, I always thought with school that uh, that they, it was interesting for the school if lots of people had learning or di- learning difficulties. That maybe so, they got extra money, so I always took it really with a pinch of salt. Yeah. I don't think that affected me in life in general. I, I saw it as like I was better than everyone else, I, and that's the way I am because I'm I'm quite. But you, when did you say self-diagnose? No, like yeah, self-diagnose. I got told when I was in school, like I, I had to go for like extra reading lessons. I wanted to tell me to go and sit with this woman privately, to go and read, and try and understand. I wasn't like, I reckon I might have been slower than probably most kids, I reckon, in reading and writing. No, I don't know. I think it's just the way I am. It's my creative thing about actually, if, I, and this is another thing for me, like, I don't want to be governed about how a word should be spelled. If I want to spell it my way, <laughs> then that's my way and I'm happy with that. So yeah, that's all right. That was my thing. But yeah, reading lessons actually proved that I probably am a little bit uh, special. So, yeah. See, mine. And part of the reason why it was never picked up until it was that late is because I've never struggled with reading. Probably not. Nope. Causes me no issues. Mine is all writing, which is why teachers thought that, it was that, that I couldn't be asked. So writing it, because so you couldn't spell. So I couldn't spell and... Yeah, so I think I can read but mm. can't spell. Okay. Yeah. So I, yeah, I can't spell <clears throat> and uh, I would, which apparently is like a classic dyslexic thing, that it's not that you've misremembered how to spell that word it's that you will spell that word differently every time you write it because your brain just has no concept of like how to spell that word yeah so there must be a key thing to go and prove out whether or not you're dyslexic or not and i reckon you can probably ask a few simple questions that i've not researched that should be i mean i've had assessments from clinical psychologists like i've done like that's that's how they do it so they have so part of it is my short-term memory i've got really poor short-term memory which is why my hand is constantly covered in writing from work because if i don't write it down right now it's gone that's bonkers and that includes if i'm like making a appointment at the dentist on the phone i have 
I cannot hang up the phone and then Without write it down because it'll have gone. Shit, I have to do it on the phone the and language. then repeat it back yeah. to them. Otherwise... Oh, so that's kind of a little bit of me as well. And I thought that I had a, quite a bad memory problem mm. in regard... Like, but So to a point of, I'm quite confident in myself to go and talk the talk, especially something that I know about mm. education, whatever it might be, what I, what I work in, I guess. But when, it, when, when you're in the moment and you get told, so that, yeah, my name is Michael, mm. and I'm like, I forget that pretty much almost straight away. Mm. And then, and then at that point, then I've kind of got my guard up because it's probably not that obvious. Mm. And that, yeah, so that's the thing. Mm. Oh, no, it's the second thing of when I, re- yeah. I remember in primary school with spelling of that my teacher used to always say I used to pass all the spelling tests and then never do yeah. them in in, in writing in mm. classes. But that was because I have quite a good photographic memory for about an hour. Mm. So I can look at the words just before I go into an exam, mm. yeah. remember it for that, yeah. and then an hour later they've totally mm. gone. Right. So I wonder whether that was just yeah. late to be picked up, that there was a bigger problem. But like I've, So one of the tests that they do as well is they'll give you like a card with um, like a, a geometric pattern on it, like red and white pattern, mm. and then they'll give you cubes. So like of the cube, one side will be red, one side will be white, one side will be diagonally red and white, one side will be split horizontally. And they'll make you replicate that pattern with the cubes. And I just can't do it. Right. I can't look at that block and make that. So that. So this comes down to like a bit of an IQ test as well, right? I, I've never done one. Mm. And I reckon I'd be awful at one. I reckon there'd be key things that I'd be all right at. Mm. And I don't really know really what goes on about, you know, what 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 they entail. I have an understanding, but I've never never done one. Should do, really, because it says a lot about you, doesn't it, really? So what age did you get diagnosed with your learning difficulties? Well, like I said, self-diagnosed, because I'm a self-made, hopefully millionaire yeah. at some point. I mean, my mum thought I had issues from when I was in primary school, and they always said she doesn't struggle with her reading, so she's not dyslexic. And even though I fitted so many other characteristics, they always just said, blanket, no, it's not going to be dyslexia, it's not going to be dyslexia. And it wasn't until uh, I, the year before I did my GCSEs, uh, my English teacher, by chance, happened to be the head of the special needs department. And he started reading my work and was like, she's not stupid, she's special. <laughs> the, the lessons were, it wasn't that like, you are wrong, you're stupid, you whatever. It was about your brain works in a completely different way. So I remember, so I was in high school in the noughties, mind maps, every teacher wanted you to do a mind map for fucking everything. (laughs) And my brain just can't process that. I need lists. What is a mind map? So you know when you like write the topic in the middle yeah. and then, and then like, like draw a bubble and then they used it. it used to, well that's it, that there for people actually like no this yeah, is bonkers. the difference it used to be yeah, called a brainstorm yeah, and yeah, then no, my, my, you're not allowed yeah. to call it brainstorm because no, 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 that's, yeah. uh, yeah. that's yeah brainstorm is with multiple people yeah. no but no brainstorming no because we did brainstorming in school as well and that was separate people well, now you're not allowed to call it that at oh all. but like a mind map a brainstorm is what you get when you when you have a seizure. I mean, it's very so much not. It was a word for that, so they stopped saying but, that. Um, so, like, teachers loved them, all about them. I can't do it. It needs to be lists. It needs to be bullet points. I cannot process messy things, oh. and I can't process lengthy chunks of information. It needs to be bullet points, because yeah. that I can process. So, and so, so yeah. that was a the thing they said. They were like, that's fine. Just do lists. 
And the minute someone goes, you don't have to learn in the same way as everyone else, it just makes everything 10 times easier. Yeah, so I, I get some of that. Mm. And that's probably... So I remember when I went to secondary school, and again, my mum said to me, if you had a rocket up your arse, you'd probably do all right in certain <laughs> things. But I reckon I was so laid back and mm. so like, yeah, well, that's just how I am, and I'm happy with that, and it's all right. I didn't come across... I don't, I don't think I did. I might, I might have done. But I went to a good school... And my education was really good, but I don't think I really applied myself because I don't. I was kind of like, oh, it's just not really for me. But not because I was held back by dyslexia, not at all. I mean, it might have been mm. that. I just think it's just the way I was in mm. regards to school. But I remember when I first went to se- uh, secondary school, and I got put in set five, and set five is for special needs kids. Mm. And I'm like, what am I doing here? All of the kids, or whatever. And but I'm like this is embarrassing like I'm like this, and I you know I shouldn't really be bothered about that at that age but what, what are you when you go to secondary school how old are you 11, 11. yeah so I think it might have been the first or second year now I think sorry the first year I was in a, in a like you get like one to five mm. and I was like two or three I was quite happy with that within different things and then from there I went into and I'm like you're putting me in five what's going on here like I'm not the problem no, uh, I mean we did for English and maths, but everything else was it's just kind of like everyone just yeah, together. Yeah, I mean, we had it across the board. I think mm. I sp- for key things, I guess English and maths mm. and whatever. But yeah, I'm like, no, it, I'm not. In, I'm not a set five person. Mm. And then I was like saying that I'm like, what am I doing? And I'm looking at the kids going, and this is no, dis- but everyone's who they are. But I'm like, I'm not safety te- scissors and glitter. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I probably wouldn't be allowed that now, you know, but. Uh, so that was my thing. Like, but anyway, I got out of that. But yeah, no, I think that's really weird. important. And, and, I and that's re- not me. And I, I really disagree with the set list of things because it's we yeah, have it out of it's a story you tell yourself. So if you te- if you've been placed into a group that's told you mm. you're not clever, you're, you're not clever. You're not yeah, clever. and I'm like, well, I might not be, but same, I don't want to be here. Same with child development in general. If you if you get told you're the naughty kid, you're going to play up being the naughty kid for it's the rest default, of your life. It's default, isn't it? Because what else is there? It all makes sense when, when you're being governed and told mm. from uh, people. Who, yeah. So in my yeah. high school, so uh, I don't know if it was the same as when you two did exams, but um, the the Welsh Education Board for Maths had higher tier and foundation tier. And we need to point out, we're like 10 years senior then. So yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we haven't talked about that. Yeah, there's a nine-year like age gap. Yeah. You know, be, be a daughter or something. Whatever. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but they had uh, higher tier maths and foundation tier maths. In higher tier, you could only get an A star, an A. Yeah. A, a B or a C. And then anything so, lower than that, you failed. Yeah. Okay. And in foundation. That was still the case with us. Mm, and in foundation, you had to be, you went to high school in Scotland, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, for foundation Hi. tier. Haggis, yeah. I said hires, but yeah, haggis too. <laughs> <laughs> They're called hires in Scotland. That's the same thing, right? Yeah. Mm. Dyslexia. But so, with the foundation tier, it was an easier paper, but it only went up to a C grade. Yeah. So, to get a C, you had to get 80% of the exam right. Yeah. In the higher tier, you only had to get 40% right to get a C. Are your facts right here? Mm. Yeah, I think they are the same, right? <laughs> but so I remember my maths teacher, because I would get like 8% in my muck maths exams. <laughs> when I was first diagnosed with dyslexia, so as I say, I was about 14, I had the mathematical age of an 8-year-old and the reading age of a 37-year-old. We are very wow. similar. You don't have the reading age, reading age of a 37-year-old. Now, when you're almost 37. <laughs> I'm not 33, Susanna, so... I said almost, I said almost. Nowhere near there, absolutely nowhere near. 
But I can relate very much <clears throat> to that as well. It's but I remember my teacher saying to me... connection going on. Connections. We'll be married by the end of the series. <laughs> yeah. But I remember my maths teacher sitting me down and being like, you are never going to get an A. And that's grand. You just need to get the 40% to get your GCSE maths. No. And then you can go and get your nursing. Yeah, going, because that was the thing. If I didn't get GCSE maths, I couldn't go on to become a nurse. And that makes sense. Because I know for a fact, I remember I, I got put in the intermediate, I think mm. for pretty much everything. And I'm like, I'm not even intermediate. I ain't none of it. I'm just... I, 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 and I... I did all right, in all fairness, to say I was... And I never applied myself, but um, if I'd have got the top level, so the tier one, I reckon I could have guessed my way through it and got mm. better better marks. <laughs> so, it's actually quite interesting, because I... Because uh, then I've asked someone else that's added me, hey, what's that? Oh. <laughs> Give me tenor or something. I wonder how, like, how important it is, because how I actually... I probably could have been in a higher tier, not to mm. big myself up. But oh, okay, I went yeah. into the secondary st- the tier for maths mm. to get the C, mm. to be better. Because I managed to arrange it with my school. Because they weren't allowed to do music, dance and, and drama all at the same time, I managed to only go to half the classes of maths mm. to do a dance, uh, to do a course oh, in dance. Okay. Yeah. Because they knew in maths I was going to get a C. Mm. Whether that's the right thing to do now of actually... Maybe I could have been even better in maths, and It'd now nice I love know, maths now. Yeah, and I quite comfortably passed the com- comfortably passed the C. But that was so, so important for the school that I just got the this, Z. And actually, yeah. if I could get a higher mark in something else, this leads on awesome. to this leads on to teachers and how good they are. And it's difficult when you're in a mainstream school, but it's not private where you get paying mm. thousands per term, and there's like four of them, whatever it is. And I'd love to be in one of them. And I reckon if I was. I wouldn't have been any more... Sm- um, education wouldn't have played a, a, a smarter part in my person now, but it would it'd have been a good thing for me because I've, I've been into private schools or educated mm. and I was fascinated by the way they looked, the way they dressed, and the way they came across. Mm. And they might be like dyslexic, like all three mm. of us unfortunately are, or fortunate because, you know... Means we're more creative. Mm. Yeah, you know, we'll go further. Whatever that is. So you, fa- but, you but, found but, it interesting how... Private schools. Yeah, just, I was, yeah, I was fascinated because I knew what I was about in my school, and I went to good school as well, primary and secondary. This is Michael, who's just had his fourth haircut of the week, <laughs> and you always dress very smart. And you always, like, I would say, like, looking from your distance when you see it going to work, you 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 dress like a private school boy. Yeah, then, <laughs> like in, not in a, not in so a nice, look at Susanna's in a nice face. Yes, yeah, Susanna's definitely like, going to private school. No <laughs> chance. Yeah. Actually, yeah, no, I think you probably did. I went to a private yeah. school. <laughs> you can tell. Did you? Yeah. That's why we relate. I, I feel I feel it a little bit more. That's me. Anyway, so I went to these schools and I'm like... Um, what do was... you mean you can tell? Sorry to interrupt. Well, I knew you also grew up in a circus as well. So That's kind of it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. No, no, no. <laughs> no, we'll bonkers. get into that subject another time. I'm intrigued to know a bit more about that. Everyone um, wants to run away to the circus. She ran, ran yeah. away from the circus. Right. To a... Good steady government job with a uniform and a pension plan. <laughs> How many days holiday? Yeah. How many do you get there? Oh, uh, six weeks. We should, probably, we should probably talk about what you do, really. Well, you said nursing, so... No, yeah, no, 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 I finished, yeah. so no, not at all. So, that'll lead on. So, private school to me, or paid for... Is it... I'm actually not sure the difference. Public, is that what... Is that it's government? Free. Public is paid for. Yeah, and that's why I'm getting it wrong. Public and I knew is paid for, it just doesn't have oh, yeah. an entry exam. Pa- yeah, paid for by the government. No, not... no, no, paid for by the parents. Eton is public school. 
Eton. I want to go to Eton. I'd like to be there. I'm so it's so, so no, yeah, no, state school, so public school, and private school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so a so private that's school okay. has an entry exam yeah. and is fee paying. Yeah. A public school is fee paying with no entry exam, and it's called a public school because it is open to anyone as long as you can pay. But there are no geographical restrictions, intelligence no, it's restrictions. Yeah. I don't have any need all, all the cash. And no, then no, state so schools are normal schools. That's, that's why I knew that when I was 16. I would have gone to a... And I would have still gone yeah. to a state school. <laughs> so my thing was this. So yeah, it, I'd love to... Send, if I have kids, go, you know, I'd love to... When that, that is the case, if you ever do, and um, send them to paid-for school. No. As someone who's, who's experienced it... Well, no, to be fair... I had a bad experience there because I was not from that background. Every other girl there was from such a comfortable background that their parents easily paid for the school fees. Okay. And for them, standard was you go on two, three holidays a year. Yeah. You go I, on a I'm skiing not, holiday every winter. Not, you go on a skiing holiday. I'm not referring to that. I'm referring to... so Because they're only smaller, like, driven classes, eight, ten or whatever... You get an assessment of you, and you probably know, right? And this is—it's only me from what I've mm. seen. You get a kid walking in, and as you walk in, slouched, tired, lethargic, because you walk in energy, and he's, he's really participating. Mm. And then from that, you get a report written, mm. and then from then you can go and work on key things with your kid. <laughs> so let's talk about educated people versus uneducated people. So my thing was. Went to school, did all right. I got C's, a couple of C's, whatnot, D's, got an E. So I did all right, but I didn't get one B. And I, I, I probably don't, I don't, that's the thing. So I don't even think I did a paper that would give me a, a B because mm. I think C's the top in it. Mm. So I did really well. Actually, yeah, to call that, I did really well. So, so you got all C's and D's, you said? Yeah, C's, D's, and an E. What yeah. did you get your E in? In uh, uh, IT. <laughs> in <the laughs> I, that's really interesting. I know. But there's a thing behind that. We, we lost half my coursework. <laughs> we need to say you I also work in IT now. That's all. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a big thing. I've been doing this now for like last 15 years. Uh, people will still think that I, you know, if I talk about what I what I know, you, hey, do, you, do you actually work in IT? Because I'm a bit loose on that sometimes. But um, depends, you know, got a bit about specifics. But anyway, so school to me was primary school, secondary school, all good. And then it was a point of do I go to sixth form or not? So which is like uh, to go and get A-levels, isn't it? And then from there, you kind of, is it, then it's... Uh, Uni. Um, yeah. Or perhaps college. So I didn't get enough grades. My grades weren't high enough to get into my um, sixth form on my campus of school. So you needed oh. like two... I think I, had to, I think I could have done it. I had to put, do some other like academic stuff. But anyway, so I couldn't even get in that. And all the other people like, right, okay, I'm going in that. And I'm like, oh, my mates were going into it. I'm like, okay. And at that point then, you've gone from an all-boys school to a unisex mm. sixth form. Yeah. Why am I not getting to go? Because you're not clever enough. So I'm, oh, anyway, so I did that. And then I decided to then go, to, go and do a college course in computers that I got an E in at GCSE. So I did that for like, it was a two-year course and I, I was there for six weeks. And I remember the reason why I left is because I, I was in one lesson and the woman was going, talking, you know, about whatever. And she started talking about a CD-ROM drive. Yeah, I'm like, it, it, it is what it is, a CD-ROM drive. It, you get a CD, whack it in, it does what you need to do, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to be here. This is not for me. It's a lot of shite. Some things were all right. I'm like, so I just, I left and I never went back. And then from then I was lucky enough to go on, 
nothing to do with education at all, but lucky enough to go and get a, a job in an IT like solutions company, uh, working at the bottom, going out, going fixing computers. So I started right from the bottom. It's not always a good thing to say, but and then from there, and, I, and then I've, I've got got to where I'm at now. So that's why I, I classify myself as a big deal at times because I've gone from not a lot, not a uni background not a high education background, but someone who's actually done quite well. And then this is what leads me to uneducated and educated. So, I mean... But edu- there your education was basically in work afterwards. That's yeah, it was. It's like, it's kind of, and I, I definitely in computers, what I do is you can learn on the job. What about you? What grades did you get? <coughs> they were fine. Like, at GCSE, I got two A's, two B's, six C's. At A-level... I got a B in English, a C in sociology, and I did biology and got a U, an ungradable. Yeah, well done. Spell your name wrong. <laughs> Cheers for that. I you, literally don't know how I managed to get did an you turn up? Did you turn up or not? I turned up, and I had the highest mark in my class for my coursework, and yet my Still exam paper was so bad that it completely <laughs> counteracted the excellent coursework. So this work. is kind of like my things, right? So computers is what I do, yeah? And then when I was in GCSE, uh, I forget his name now, but anyway, but he's a lovely teacher. But so he said to me, as as we get, oh, you, you need to like go and catch up a little bit because you're a little bit behind. You know, you've got to do some spreadsheets, whatever, a bit like um, Excel formulas, whatever. You know, basic or, or access stuff. You know that. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna get on it. And he said, I've got something to tell you as well. We've lost half of your coursework. And he's like, but don't worry about it. You'll still get a part. You'll still get a grade. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, it's, it, it weren't that good, but it would have been better enough mm. to get me. A, is it what's after? Is it is it is it go A B C D E? Yeah, right. There's something it suspicious about coursework in general. Shite. Uh, my lowest grade was funny enough in French, and I got <laughs> I speak French now fluently, big time. But I but I got a D so in French. No, yeah, a D in French. And I re- specifically remember the teacher going, here's your coursework. And I was like, well, not that's not my coursework. Mm. And then she went, here's your coursework. Have that. Uh, to, to make me get my day. Yeah. Oh, because otherwise it'd been shit. Otherwise I would have mm. failed it Jeez. totally. Oh, well, you got gifted so, Yeah, I was lucky with that one just to get my day. But funny enough, all the ones... The mar- all this, the, the the things I got the lowest marks in is probably what I'm the best at now. Yeah. And all the things I've got the highest marks in Snap. is the complete uh, is things that I'm not that interested, yeah. not that good at. But I don't know. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I can relate to that an mm. awful lot. So I've come from being like a, a an underachiever to be an overachiever. Yeah. And that to me is a big thing for me. And that's what I say about being educated versus uneducated. And for example, so if you're educated, you might be like a don't know, I dare say like a barrister or whatever or, or, or something, or like a doctor, I guess, you know, kind of what you do, the same thing. But Exactly the same. Yeah. Well, it's you know, fine. in a roundabout way, but like, it probably leads on a little bit, doesn't it? I don't know these things do, if you want to go that far, but um, no, not at all. They're two very separate jobs. This is a really weird common misconception that I get a lot, where people find out I'm a nurse and they go, oh, are you going to go on and become a doctor? They're two fucking separate jobs. Oh, okay. It's not like you become a nurse. No, and I you get that. Yeah. So, are you not like one year in front of someone who's doing a doctorate or something, and not like by because of what you already know, or is it doesn't work like that? I mean, it's like quite stringent, I think, isn't it? I guess. I mean, there, there are certainly things like August 
when the baby doctors come fresh out of uni and get thrown straight on the wards, like, absolutely, I will know... No, I don't necessarily know more than that person because they go... They learn completely different things from us. Yeah. But I... So, I, yeah. I for example, I... If someone's on a cardiac monitor, I have seen 101 fucking cardiac monitors. True. So it's not that I know more than them, it's that I am quicker at spotting that rhythm because I've seen it before. Yeah, you've seen the trend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so to me, sorry. No, go on. But, but no. So it's stuff like that where it's more practical stuff that I know versus a baby doctor. Which is fundamental to health, isn't it, mm. right? So, you know, you can, you can, if you've been there for, for a week, month, a year, but you're a doctor or a nurse, whatever, you know, like... It makes sense, doesn't it? There's um, a great... I read one book, uh, Trust Me, I'm a Junior Doctor, which I've is a really yeah. great book. Yeah. And it's all about the first... Max it, Pemberton? Oh, yeah, there we go. They say August, they come in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he Black talks Wednesday. about being a, ju- a junior... Black, okay, you need to talk about Black Wednesday there. The, so the, death, the, the death rate skyrockets on the day that all the new junior doctors arrive on the ward. And this is the book that tells us... It, it's it. true. It's, oh, it well, like book, we experience it in work. It is carnage. And I say that with the best one in the world. To, I've got so, mates who are junior doctors. I've worked with some awesome ones. But on that first fucking day... So... Could, <laughs> don't go to hospital. No, okay. So, <laughs> I mean, I think in some respects, you've got an advantage over of a junior doctor, which is that all that information is really fresh in their brain. Yeah, they have just new. done those exams. And a, a consult, not necessarily a consultant, but a doctor who has seen the same presentation 101 times, they will generally default to the most common reason why you're short of breath or, you know, why your back hurts. And quite often it's junior doctors or people who are less kind of stuck in that. Yeah. They've got short of breath, so it's going to be this. Yeah. So there's different levels of nurses as well. So kind of. So there's like management tiers. So you get like sisters and matrons and stuff like that, which is going at the management level. But you can go and do a master's and become like an advanced practitioner, which is equivalent to a doctor. Right, okay. So Uh, that's what I was getting at before. mm. So like if you go to a a GP, like make an appointment with the GP is quite often. Like when I go to get the pill, it's always an assistant practitioner at the GP's practice who's a nurse yeah. who does it because it's, it's a nice, tidy, straightforward... Job. Job. Yeah, 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 and that's kind of the way it's looked at, isn't it? I think it could be interesting to think about when you, uh, when's the right time to be educated actually comes into things of... When I was in school, yeah, I wasn't in the right like, mental place yeah, to yeah, then definitely. to mm. learn the things. But like, if if I had something like YouTube now, when I was when I was in high school and could learn the things I wanted to learn, I think I would have gained so much more. And I really feel like my education started in like my late twenties and, mm. and like um, early thirties. Now this is the time I'm learning the most, and I'm actually really interested in finding out things. And I pick it up so much faster now than I did when I was younger. I think, like, the thing I mentioned before about me needing lists and stuff, I think that's one of the things that makes me a good nurse, is I cannot relax when I'm in work because I will forget stuff. I will make mistakes. So I have to make lists about everything. You just need to walk around with an iPad. 
<laughs> Whatever. I don't know. But I don't like, know. I think that in that sense, having dyslexia for me is a beneficial thing because because I know that I can't remember stuff. <laughs> Everything is written down, which means that when that doctor goes, what were their bloods three hours ago? I've, I, I can tell them because I've not tried to remember it because I know that that won't work. Yeah. I think one of the most important things that we miss in, in education at schools and I think we get in later life is actually understanding what type of person you are of learning and how you learn. Mm. And because school systems, especially when I was younger, it was so much, you have to... Rigid. Rigid. Remember these in a certain order. Remember the spelling, how to spell this. Mm. It's not how I work. I take notes. Like, for example, I cannot take notes. If if I'm taking notes, I've totally forgotten the whole presentation. If I just pay attention, I remember way more than if I take notes. Where some people can only remember if they're taking notes. So you see a lot of people who literally, when, you, when you're in meetings, they're like tapping away like that. Yeah, you know like people um, when you're in, uh, about to be sent down for some whatever. <laughs> oh, stenographers. What are they called? Stenographers. Is that what they're called? Called yeah. stenographers, yeah. You just go like this all yeah. day. You're like, whoa. Yeah. And you're, like, you're like this, these, these P, uh, PMs. and Anyway, but that's yeah, remembering uh, a meeting. So, mm, yeah, don't know. So... If you were to look at my person, sorry, me as, a, as an individual, uh, from school to now, um, I'm I'm in the top five percent of of probably n- not earners of earners, but but more <laughs> of like in the top five percent of earners, <laughs> but more of people. No, That's why we're friends with him? Yeah, <laughs> I did buy the beers, so you know. Well, no, I didn't. You bought your beers. I All bought right, the okay. wine. Thank you very much. And the crisps. And this is my gear. (laughs) But anyway, still top earners. (laughs) But not by top earners, because that's the funny catchphrase, right? But more of like the ones that actually was in in set five. Didn't have a Scooby-Doo about nothing. I did. That's me trying to play myself down a little bit. And then obviously having an all right job. But, you know, I've worked hard, I guess. And um, and then a lot of my things have come off my own back. Not, but, so I've not done uni, but I've I've set countless courses and done countless like studying by my own self to go and get the qualifications that I have now which are all probably like five years out of date in all fairness but I need to refresh them but to me so that's where I've come from so uneducated or educated but not very smartly and then obviously I've, I've, I've come from that to I'd say that again but I should say this but uh, <laughs> okay so I think we're going to start rounding it up uh Susanna, what is one thing you wish you knew about education when you were 16? That some things are things you just have to get through for an end goal. And 16-year-old Susanna, maths GCSE is one of them. You just have to get yeah. through it and do it. <laughs> and then you never have to do it again. <laughs> Go on, what's the question? Yeah, you answer your own question. One thing I wish I knew when I was 16 was none of it matters. <laughs> I thought you might have said that. In fact, I would have said you would have knew. Uh, sorry, I would have said Find something you love, and you probably know what you love already to do. 
and just be really good at it. But <laughs> potentially the thing that you love requires an education. If you're yeah. super into medicine, don't try going oh, rogue. I want to yeah, <laughs> agree with that. Disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> don't teach yourself medicine. Because Sometimes it matters. You kind of need a certificate. You need the qualifications you for do. that. You yeah. do, But most jobs outside of the big professions, which you can name, you don't need to learn. No. If, if you want to learn computing... Google it, YouTube it. You'll oh, find out how to, to do it. My my job, my life. You didn't go to uni and you learn you learn through work. I work I in on com- the job. I, w- I work learn on the job. I work in computers I'm on the job too. Person. Didn't study one day computing at school. No, it's the same. And I now get paid working in computers. Yeah. Um. So find your passion and just try and be the best at it. Now that's what I wish I my, knew. My, my thing is, uh, uh, I was non-conformant then. I'm definitely non-conformant now. So that's all he's told me. I went to school because it made sense because I had to go by default, uh, as we all have to do, I guess, if you've got decent parents. Um, well, by law. Wait, yeah. yeah. <laughs> by law, you yeah, have to yeah, go yeah, to school. Yeah, you're going to yeah. prison, aren't you? Unless you well, you adopt them or something. You can be self-educated. Uh, home ed, but that's oh, another podcast for a different time, I think. <laughs> I think I might have been, I probably might have been a bit smarter if I got home educated, but not by my mother because she's not very clever. <laughs> She's not... Very, no, she is. And she's, she's listening. No. Sorry, Michael's mum. Tell about mum. You are very clever in, in lots of different ways. Um, yeah, so, so... I don't know. I, nothing would have changed for me. At all. School was school. There we go. And on that note... Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Au revoir. Join us next time.